Welcome to Refreshing Word, a life-changing experience with Bishop David Yali of Catch the Anointing Center, a denomination originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, UDOLGC. Bishop Yali is a medical doctor by profession and the resident bishop of the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La Accra, Ghana. He has an insight into the Word of God and ministers powerfully under the anointing. Join us now for a life-changing and refreshing experience with Refreshing Word. Reconcile this meeting with heaven in your son. Let the Spirit of God, let the angels of God, let the power of God, let Jesus, let the Heavenly Father himself walk amongst us. Lord, love us because you love the people. You give them a fiery word. Send us a word that carries the fire of your Holy Spirit into our hearts. In the blessed name of Jesus Christ, I yield myself to you, Lord Jesus. Have mercy on me. Sanctify me. And use this little boy, Lord Jesus, for your glory. Amen. Let me sit here. I am talking on about have hope in God. Have hope in God. In Psalm 42 verse 5 listen to a man of God. A man that God loves. A man who was anointed by the Holy Ghost. It's about the way life is. We have the unpredictables. We have the unexplainables. Why? Because Satan throws confusion at us. And the purpose is to get us confused and depressed. And lose it. So this one said, Why art thou downcast, O my soul? Sometimes you got to talk to yourself. Amen. Don't mind people around. They may call that like you are crazy. But you see, nobody will encourage you. And David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. I think first Samuel 30, verse 5 or 6. He encouraged himself. So he said, Why art thou downcast, O my soul? Why art thou disquieted? It's like there's no quietness. It's disquietness is the Output of quiet. So it's like there's ruffling, there are waves, there are restlessness in your soul. Why that disquieted? Why are you not relaxed? Hope in God. For I will yet praise Him for the help of my of His countenance. You see, it's very important because hopelessness is a demon. The medical word is depression. And this is a man of God. So when something depresses, it's like it tries to bring you down and you are under and it's controlling you. It's almost like witchcraft. That's why when the power, Jezebel's witchcraft came against Elijah, Elijah, he became depressed. Something was trying to put him down. But God wants us to have hope. 
even in, in the way the world is, if you look at things in the world, you'll be depressed. Because you wonder, where is hope? The general world, after, uh, after COVID, then came Russia, Ukraine, and things started changing. Everything, fuel, everything was affected. Economies have been affected. And then like Israeli, Hamas war, and everything. Are you understanding? Then we have our own economy where prices are escalating. Are you understanding me? So, so, so you even wonder, so where is hope? You just have to move by the, by the motions of the day. Do you get what, what, what I'm saying? It's like you can move through the motions of life. A tour. It's like you are just, you are just moving on, but it's noisy. But God wants us to have hope. And when I say hope, I'm not talking about the hope that is in the world. You see, sometimes when you say hope, I hope so. I hope so means that we are not sure. Will you come? I hope so. It means that we are not sure. But this hope is not an uncertainty hope. It's called a lively hope. So Paul, sorry, Peter wrote to the Christian, the Christians in First Peter 1 verse verse 3. He said, Blessed be God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his mercies has begotten us unto a lively hope. He has begotten us into anytime you see live, it's like live wire. There can be a dead wire. When I touch a dead wire, I will be free. But when you touch a live wire, you, you hear and everything ceases. So there's a difference between live wire and what? But now in life, when you talk about life, about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is responsible for things that live. Anything that the Holy Spirit is inside, he brings life. Because he's the breath of God. So when you say a lively hope, it means that a hope that is that lives. Not a dead hope. You can hope today, but tomorrow you will lose hope. But one day, Ben Carson is a neurosurgeon in America. He had a patient. This patient had a strange brain tumor. And it was inoperable. You know, you cannot breathe. And in the textbooks, he was supposed to die at a certain time. But the guy was still alive. Do you know why? Because his girlfriend said, he'll be well and we'll have our wedding. So when the guy get comes, so you're going to get, yeah, when you get well, you have our wedding. When you get well, you have our wedding. Yeah, so, you see, that hope of seeing wedding. Then, one day the girl came and said, I want to break off. The following day, the guy died. Because the person was keeping him alive says no. But you see, the Holy Spirit is a living God, Jesus. I understand me. So when he brings hope, he brings lively hope. 
it doesn't die. You don't need a man or situation. Are you understanding me? To operate that destiny. It is from God. That is why even the hope of going to heaven. You see, you don't, you don't need me to tell, you that, to tell you when you are born again and the Holy Spirit is there, he keeps that hope alive that one day, one day, one day, one day, you'll be in heaven. So I'm talking about the hope that comes from the living God. And the hope, hope, hope simply means a steady, steady, not, not steady as in learning, steady, constant, S-T-E-A-D-Y, a steady expectation of good. A steady expectation of what? Good. So, this hope that the Spirit of God gives us, okay, gives us an assurance that tomorrow will be good. Today is ugly. Today is dark. That's why I say, my stone of help, only you are my helper. When I fall, you will lift me up. In other, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't remain there. I know that my helper will help me. Do you understand what I'm saying? Eh? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, today may not be nice. And for some of us, today is not nice. But God is saying that tomorrow will be beautiful. It's hope. It keeps you to do the things that must be done rather than to withdraw. So you, you say you are doing things and doing things and doing things until tomorrow's beauty comes. They did an, an experiment on two mice. Ukra, Bela, Kwakwe, Kwakwe. Bela is which one? So, and they put two in two boxes and close the box. One and they put water inside and they close it. And they made a pinhole, a pinhole in one of them. So it's like when I inside I can see there's some light outside. Within three minutes, the one the one without the hole drowned. But the one with the hole, it took three days a struggle because when he saw the light, seeing the light alone that ah, they say they say an opportunity to come out. So he struggled that. So you see hope makes you alive. Hope makes you alive. Now this hope has to do with the mind. The mind. How you think which is different from faith. Faith has to do with the heart. The Bible says in Romans 10.10 10, with the heart we believe. That is faith. You see, not with the mind. With the heart we believe unto righteousness. Okay? So faith has to do with the heart. We believe with our heart. We don't believe with our mind. But hope has to do 
with the mind. So, when the Bible even defines faith, which is the best definition of faith in the whole world, Hebrews 11, verse 11. If they ask you, define faith, just quote Hebrews 11, 11. Don't open the dictionary. The dictionary may not give you as it gives you in the Bible. It's a faith. It's the substance of things hoped for. When you say a substance, what's a substance? What's a substance? Well, I'm asking, what's a substance? Eh? What's a substance, sir? What's a substance? What's a substance? What's your name, my sister? Eh? Lois, what's a substance? Something. 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 What's a substance? Who, who can tell me? My sister, what's your name? Eh? Femora. What is substance? Maybe an item or a thing. An item anything yeah. so a snake is a substance an item an item an item that you can feel you can see and feel can hold that substance so when the faith is an item or something you can feel and whole of what you are hoping for. So you must have hope first before it can become a substance that you can feel and then it is now faith. So if you don't have hope you cannot have faith. If you are not expecting good things to happen then you don't have faith. And why? Look at David. He said, My soul, why are down? The reason, Jesus, the reason is that you have to understand that we are in a warfare. So hope is part of the armor, oh my Jesus, of the armor that God wants us to wear against Satan and against Luciferic and Satanic arrows that he throws against us. In Ephesians 6 verse 12 verse 11 Oh Jesus you are my Lord and my God. Ephesians 6 11 he said that put on the whole armor of God Put on what? Oh Jesus. The whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. So what he's saying is that the devil comes against us with wiles. A while is a, a scheme. A scheme. Or 
a systematic plan. It is not one step plan, but systematic. So, or stratagem, or strategies. You see, sometimes somebody may come to you with a strategy, but it's an evil strategy. Only you don't know the strategy and the goal. So, by the time that the whole strategy, you have followed this seemingly good strategy, you have swallowed a hook and your throat, oh, and the person is pulling you and like, oh, oh. So, oh, if I had known, I wouldn't have done that. Why? Because you, it was a while that came your way. Because it came with steps. But it's a, a whole game plan to deceive you and to get you. As those of you girls who have been following Tigo Credit from boys and uh, Chinese, Chinese rice and all those things now, you see, the guy who is buying those things now, you, you think there's not like free, free lunch. It's a while. So the Bible said, This while. How do we stand against this world? Put on the whole armor. Why? Because 12. We are wrestling. A wrestling is a contest. It's, 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 it's more wilder than boxing. Because in wrestling, there's, it's a boxing, there's no body contact. Unless something you hold. But wrestling, it's a body contact. How to put it, how to, yes, how to throw it down jump and step on you. Tell it, it's, it's wild. I, 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 is it real? Sometimes it's real. But sometimes it's also not real. To the beatings are not real. Like who? They're, they're not real. They don't beat. So what did they do? Like, like, But the devil doesn't act. He's, he's greatly serious. So, what the Bible is saying is that we are wrestling with prince. These are wicked satanic satanic agents, principalities who rule territories. There's a principality of, of La. Teshi, before Accra. Before Greater Accra. Before Ghana. Yes, there are hierarchies. So you, you are walking around with your natural life. Many things that happen to you are wiles. And powers. These have the ability to implement Satan's whatever. It's like they are ground troops witches, wizards, all kinds of things. You see, sometimes somebody has been giving you food, but it's a while. Oh yes, it's a while. It's a while for you to swallow something and get to get, uh, uh, to, to harm you. That's, that's why we don't eat. It's not everything we even eat. If you don't know the person very, very well. Oh yes. It's what? A while. 
and rulers of the darkness of this world. So as it's daytime, there's also a dark part. There's a dark part of La, a dark part of Accra. And there are demons in the dark parts who are operating to rule, to rule you and get you also into the dark. But it may come as a while. So maybe, maybe a little, a little bribery, a little bribery, a little bribery, small, small, small. What you don't know is that you are being drawn into it. Before I life, your Christian life has spoiled. Because now you are, you go to church, but no Holy Spirit, you are dead. You go to church, alright, but sensitivity to God and to the Spirit of God is gone. Your conscience is dead as far as anyone is concerned. And spiritual weakness in heavenly places. Wicked spirits. They are, they are wicked. So it's a put on this, this whole armor. Are you understanding me? Now, one of the armors, verse 17, is that and taking, take what? The helmet of salvation. So, one of the places that the Bible says you should take and have is that you should wear a helmet on your head as part of, your, of the armor. That's what it has to do with the mind. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's like all of us are like, we are like, uh, uh, we are, we are like miners. You are going underground. You need to wear, you are looking for gold in life. You need a helmet. Other than some stone can come and hit your head. Or we are like bicycle riders or motor riders. You need a helmet. Sometimes I see people riding motors in Lahir. These people, they don't know what it is. Because as a doctor, I've seen people who came with motors and their head hit on the ground. They never recovered. Yes. Brain injuries, they are difficult. That's why when the police sees you, they will arrest you. Because I'm not wearing a helmet. Unfortunately, some policemen, too, when they arrest you and you, you, you give them money, they'll let you go. It's like they'll take him on the go and go and get accidents. So there is a helmet called salvation. Now this salvation is not talking about the born again salvation. Because you should take it. But you are born again. Why should you take salvation? You see, salvation has two words. Soteria. Which has to do with our rescue from Satan and from sin. To safety. Our born again translation from Satan's darkness into God's kingdom. That's soteria. Soter born again. But there's sozo, which also, also means salvation. And it means deliverance. So salvation is not only to be, to be delivered from sin, but you also need daily deliverance. Why? Because we are warring, wrestling 
And in this wrestling match, you need your head to be covered with what? Salvation so that you are daily delivered in your mind. It also means welfare. How many of you have welfare at your workplaces? You don't have welfare at your workplaces. Ask them to do some because it's good. When I was thinking of there was no welfare. As soon as I left, the see who had come, Dr. Nsiansari, he started doing these welfare things. So, if I think a certain amount is started from your whatever, and it's kept and it saves whatever. So if you are going on transfer, they calculate how much. It's like a, a provident fund. When you when you are leaving or if you are retiring. So me, I didn't get did, did you get some? You didn't get some, but you, you contributed. You didn't go for it. Welfare. It's like we are thinking about your your well-being. And the Bible said there's a helmet that makes you think about God's well-being or God's welfare. I mean, your welfare. It's like God is thinking about your welfare. Are you understand me? Because the way you think is very important. It also means prosperity. So when this helmet is on you, you understand me? It's on your head. It comes against all the things that bombards our mind. The fears. The worries. The discouragement. Because God is about your welfare. It's about what? Your welfare. So, so it's like there's, there's something prosperous about your mind. That's against the negativity. There's something welfare or well-being or God taking care of you that is in your mind. As against the hay wires and things that are going on. There's a deliverance, there's a, a deliverance and a possible deliverance in you that you were. Now, so in another place when uh, Paul was writing through the precious Holy Spirit in first uh, Thessalonians 5 verse 5 Oh Jesus you are king you are Lord first Thessalonians 5 verse 5 you say ye chapter 5 verse 8, verse 8. look how Paul says but let us who are of the day I told you that there is a dark part of Accra and a dark part even of where you live but there is also a light part of Accra we have come to a light we have come to a light I understand me so those of who are of the day eh, be sober sober means look let be calm like you are not drunk so that your eyes can see things well, 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 well. Sometimes if your eyes don't see things well, 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 things will pass under. What will pass under you? So be sober and putting on, on, on the breastplate of faith and love and for an helmet, hope of salvation. So here, Paul says that, look, this helmet of salvation is so called hope of salvation. You know, hope of 
deliverance. Hope of what? Welfare. Hope of what? Prosperity. So by this hope, you know sometimes you wake up in the morning and bad thoughts, bad things start occurring to you just to get you down. You see, but with this one on our head, okay, then we can say today will be a good day. He said, take it. Take it with that. It's not that God will say it for you. Today will be a good day. I have a, a blessed life. Even though things doesn't look blessed. But you have to confess hope. You have to say it. Because in the war, okay, in the war, if you don't use this helmet, the principality and powers are coming for you. So we say it. It's not a finish. So, so David, I don't know what was attacking David, but in Psalm 42 verse 5, he said, my soul, why are you down? Why? You have food to eat. You have a bed to sleep. You have a car to drive, but still you are down. And that is the life. Somebody is a millionaire, but he's still down. He has, he's the CEO, but he's still down. He's the bar manager, but he still has his lows. Lows. And you wonder why is the minister down and discouraged? And you see, people also people do this to compensate. They want to look masculine and, and it can lead you to do wild, wild things. But David said, my, my, my soul, hope that in God. Put on the helmet of hope and say to yourself, it is well. That was what Micah was saying. Let not my enemies rejoice over me. I'm sure he was down. It was, it was, it was, it was finished. But he said, let not my enemies rejoice over me. Oh Jesus. For when I am down, I will rise again. When I sit in darkness, the Lord, the light, light will shine on me. This somebody who is using his helmet of hope by scriptures, not by what your grandmother said, but by scriptures. Are you understanding what I'm saying? When David found himself in the valley of the shadow of death, he said, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, can you imagine? Everything look dead, dead, dead. Sometimes you die, you die, you die, you die, you die. But he said, I'll fear no evil. You have to keep hope alive. I'll fear no evil. Lord, because you have said, you will never leave me, Lord Jesus. My king, you said you will never leave me nor forsake me. So even though I don't see you, I don't feel you. Look, I'm telling you, all of us, that sometimes, you feel like God is far. You feel God is so it's not close. You feel I don't know what it is but I heard Billy Graham. Listen, I was watching Billy Graham. He said he used to feel like, he used to feel like the absence of Christ. He said sometimes you feel God's, God's, God's presence but sometimes you feel its absence. And he be down. Then he said, I called my mama and I, I told my mama, Mama, I don't feel him. And the mama said, You don't have to feel him. He's there. Yes. 
So, but when you wear that hope, you understand me? You know that he's with you. He's with you. So you are with me. You are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Amen. You will prepare a table before my enemies. Enemies don't die. Hear the announcement. Hear the announcement. Don't die now. Because you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He will anoint my head with oil. My cup will overflow. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. I'm talking about hope. Because of the wild. You know what I'm saying? And the way that you see, sometimes even little, 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 little things. It's what I was telling somebody who saw worms in a house. And I saw that the worms were irritating her. And I said, Look, it's a good day. This worms is a good day. Don't let, don't let it, just kill it and then be happy. You see, it's, it, it's a while. And it's like something that is not so much even important now. You have seen a cockroach in your house. And then the thing is you. Like, ah, why are these cockroaches? Ah, these uh, lizards. And it's like, now it's like, before I realize, no. It, it's like you are becoming whatever. And then your, your mood is getting spoiled. You see, but you may not know that the, this the devil, this accursed enemy that we are fighting with, he's more clever as far as the is concerned. So that's why wear the helmet of hope. Somebody said a bad word to you or insulted you and said something, everything. Charlie, you have to you have to wear your you have to wear your helmet. I cancel these words. They shall not stand in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm blessed. I'm accepting his beloved. Yes. You go to a place. Sometimes they behave as though you are not part of them. And they, 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 the way they, they do it, you know something, you can feel the vibes. They are wilds. And let me tell you, the devil, if the devil could use Peter, he could use Peter, and Jesus had to recognize, Satan, get it behind me. Never think that any Christian cannot be used. Even to create vibes and rejections and everything. They are all wilds. You have to, you have to understand. And where and wear a strong mind. And I proclaimed through some message uh, like that minutes ago. When was mental strength? Look, this world. If you don't make, if you, if you don't try to make your mind strong, even at the work, you can be you can be depressed. When you see the politics and you see the things that are going, and the enemy is trying to use those things. And then, but you have to have a, a positive mind. Some call it positive thinking. I've not seen the Bible, but put on the helmet of what? And say to yourself, it shall be well. Some environment can even irritate you. Now, the 
place we can find hope is the scriptures which is Jesus Christ is our hope the hope of the world so if you want to have hope living hope and expect good things it is no other place than the word of God so the spirit of God is right in Romans 15 verse 4 it says these things were written after time or before time. After time were written for our learning. So what he's saying that the Bible is a book to learn. How many of you have written GSS before? GSS before. Let me see your hand. GSS let me see your hand. G, eh, B, C, okay, B, C. Me, I'm still in the old. B, C, as I'm the following. See, what can we have written? Was before. Okay. Did you learn? You see, if you don't learn, you bomb. So, the Bible says that. The things from Genesis to Revelation are for learning. So if you are here and you don't learn the Bible or you don't study the Bible, this living hope will elude you. When we're students and we started a church with Marcel, I remember my pastor used to say, You see, learn the Bible as though you are going to write exams. Isn't that thing stuck with me? As though you're going to write. So I take my time to read my Bible. I just don't read. I try to learn. when people say they have read the whole Bible me, I don't know that I've read the whole Bible because my read is is slow I like to learn but the Bible said that this learn that we through patience we need time what we have learned, need time and comfort of the scriptures might have hope What he's saying is that it is what you have learned that will comfort you. And through patience will generate hope. Whatever the issue is, hope will come based on what is in your heart and that the comfort of that scripture and the patience that this scripture 
will come to pass. That is what gives hope. God. If God has said it, it will come to pass. I am not talking about political hope. Because politics is about trying to give hope. But as human as we are, we don't have the capacity to do everything. Because we're a man. We're a man. So I don't fault them. Because you have to give people hope so they can vote for you. If you don't give them hope, they don't vote for you. But they are men. But God is not a man that he should lie. It means that men lie. Next to Lucifer, next to Satan, after Satan and his demons are human beings, as far as lies are concerned. So, Satan is the number one liar. Then after that, man. Then it ends. They come to God. So that's a God is not a man that is alive. Has he not said? Has he not done it? So through the comfort of scriptures, now let's see Abraham, our father. Are you learning something? Look, we need to, even in these times, you need to think that it will be well. You need to think that God has my welfare. God will care for me. You need to think that God will deliver me. You need to think that God will pull me through based on the scripture. Who come out of this? Sometimes when I look at attendance, I have to have hope. So in Romans 4, 17, oh Jesus, it says, as it is what? Written. Is what? In the Bible. Eh? I, Jehovah God, I have made you, Abraham, a father of many nations. That's what God said to him in Genesis chapter 17. God's word. I have made you. Mewa, the man was 90 years old. Sarah, 80 years old. He said, I have made you a father of many Before him, whom he believed, he believed the word. Even Jehovah God, who, my God, quickened the dead. So now, Abraham had hope in what God has said based on God's CV. That's why I said God is not like a politician. God is not like your boss. 
God is not like this. God is not even like your father. Your father may promise you, but maybe, maybe at that time, he didn't have it to fulfill it. He's a man. But this God that he believed when he started made you a papa and Jesus, he he's a specialist in dead things. They say it's dead. Okay. Bring it to God. That's why Jesus was into raising of dead. Elijah, Elisha raised the dead. Peter raised the dead. Paul raised the dead. There are many more who have raised the dead. Even Bishop Doug has raised the dead. Because this God, he raises dead. It's like they say the situation is kaput. It's finished. You have to look at what he has said. Not the situation. And me, they say, in my father's house, they say nobody prospers. Okay. When you look at the statistics, it is true. In my father's house, they say that the women don't marry. They all have four children, different fathers. When you look at the statistics, it's true. In my mother's house, they say that nobody builds a house. When you look at the statistics, Hmm. Unless you move from here. Look, there's a place called Betum. That's where Pastor Beth lived. Bad boys. You see, to grow up in that society. You see, but this guy is a miracle. And all those guys, some of them are in the US and things, they're all miracles. You see, but what I'm trying to say is that there is a difference between a fact you have facts facts, these are facts, you have, you have, you have data and statistics which are all true well, but we now bring this fact, data and whatever we are calling, we bring it into the Bible to see where it fits because it must fit, it must fit a verse if we don't find it in what God is saying, then it is not true yeah. and now pastors are not even real when we are talking about realities, they are saying this. Well, there is the reality of the physical and of the natural. Because in the natural, we feel, we taste, we hear, we smell, we do this. But you see, but in God, in God, we don't depend on taste, smell. You, I tell you, if you follow your natural nose, you smell nothing. You follow your natural ears, you hear nothing. You follow your natural eyes, you see nothing. You follow your natural mind, you will never know nothing. For I has not seen. First Corinthians 2, 9. I has not seen. We don't use eyes to see. Neither has ears heard. Neither has it entered into the, uh, the heart of man. The case that God has been cooking 
making and preparing for those who love him. Isaiah 53 said, whose report have you believed? I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. So Romans 4.17 says, Before whom he believed in God, who quickened the dead and called into being, then that are not. This God, he can call sea. Do you know the sea? There was no sea. Maybe if you didn't know, I'm telling you. There was no sea. The sea, you see, it was the Lord Jesus, the Lord who made it. There were no beds, if you care to know. There was no cow. Even There was no human being. There was no angel. There was no Lucifer. There was no Satan. There was nothing. He, the Lord, called them into being. In other words, things that don't exist, they can appear. Can a nation be born a day? Yes. God can born a nation in a day. Nobody formed the nation in a day. But in 1948, the nation Israel was formed just in a day. So this God, you see, what you don't have, he can bring into being. You don't have a beloved, can you be a beloved? You don't have a wife, my Jesus. You can give your wife. He can give you a husband. He calls things that don't exist. You don't have a house, he can give you a house. Jesus. You don't have financial breakthrough, he can give you breakthrough. He can give you things that don't exist. They don't exist in your life. So, because God has said, I've made you a father of many nations. Look at the next verse 8. Who against hope? You see, the word of God is bringing hope against hopelessness. There is no hope. But who against hope believed in hope that Jesus is Lord. He might be a father of many nations according to that which was spoken so shall thy seed be how did Abraham have hope according to that which was spoken his hope was based on that which was spoken by this Jehovah by God my, who quickens the dead if God has said it, then it is true. And so today I'm hungry. But if God said, I want to be hungry tomorrow. Shall I remember when the Lord said, I'll take care of you? 
You see, you have to believe it. Yes. You have to believe it and energize you to work. I'll take care of you. Yes. Castle to that prophecy. You should energize me. Even when I don't feel like I have to do it. Because he said he would take care of us. That's why learning the scriptures is very important. What has he said to you? What has he said to you? What he has said, what you have read, that is it. What you have believed, that is it. Shows that I see me. If he says he's with, he's with us, sometimes you even feel he's not even with us, but he is with us. He said you will not die. There are many traits that you die. Have you seen that you are still alive? You see, three years ago, the name you die, but you are still alive. And you are still afraid. But you are still alive. Even in the fear. Because he said you won't die. So clear that thought and feel it. It's a war. So, you see, we are it's a put on the whole, whole armor. So, as part of the thing God, the, so the devil can, he will come against your mind. So, you also need the word of God in your heart. It's, it's, it's sharper than a double-edged sword. And it, it divides asunder the spirit and the soul of your mind. It comes into your mind. It must fill your heart. It fills your heart. It fills your mind. When it fills your spirit, man, and it fills your heart, So when it's close, if you have said that no weapon formed against you shall prosper, it means that it means that they will form weapons. Only that it not prosper. Only the word not prosper. So we live by that. Greater is that is him than he that is the world. That is it. He likes giving bad dreams. Is it any dream that makes you afraid? It's not the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost doesn't put fear. Neither does it he condemn. But you say to yourself, where is in the Bible? Not in the Bible, what the Bible says, Jesus said, Man shall live by every word of God. So shall I see be. What has God said? So shall you be. What has God said? He has told us, even in this church, that He has ended our war, but we still have wars, but we have to believe that the wars are ended. And hope that wars are ended until we see that it ends.
when the Lord said to me, he was trying to generate hope that Lord, I'm with you. I am with you. Sometimes I don't feel it. I said, Where are you? But he said, I am with you. My name is Jesus Christ, the Almighty God. Hope. Believe me. So the word of God, the comfort of the scriptures, is what gives us hope until it becomes a substance and it becomes faith. But hope. As I get to the end of what I'm trying to say, Romans 15, verse 13. The God of hope. I like this one. The God of hope. Satan comes to discourage us, but we serve the God of hope. Satan comes to let to create confusion. I do, hey, hey, but the God of hope. Fill you with all joy. Jairus tells Jesus, My daughter is sick. Jesus is going to Jairus' house. A woman with an issue of blood disturbs, disturbs the journey and comes and gets healed. So the journey delays for about one hour. Somebody comes to tell Jairus, Your daughter is dead. Jesus, the master should have been there earlier. He's, he's dead. So don't trouble him. When Jesus heard it, he said, fear not. You see, you need a way that will keep hope alive. Bible says, God, he fills us with all joy as part of his heavenly weapon. Oh, Jesus, my king. When the devil is throwing things and all that, he can fill it with joy as a weapon, as a weapon against Satan. As a, you can sing all joy and peace in believing. You see, you need all joy and peace to believe. Believe what? What he has said. I pray that this morning the Lord will fill us with all joy and peace to believe what he has said. That you may abound Jesus, in hope through the power of the Holy Spirit. When you have joy and peace and you believe, now you are bound in hope. You are bound in what? Hope. Through the power of the Holy Spirit very important once you have hope you move on once you have hope you get out of the bed when you have hope you come to church you do the things
That's why it's the name sang. Me nim se me soon nimi how ni na Jesus. A bed not that not that Adanio a bed in other words, a bay a bed Jesus. Me nimu se me dima foos of come me we Meni mringwa seda Meni muse Obey to me wanye Watro se Sufre nu yedemwa Obeje usu Obekan se mkese Ehinta Odia tremi Thank you for listening to The Refreshing Word with Bishop David Yali. Visit us at the Rose of Sharon Cathedral, La, opposite the La Community Bank, Accra, Ghana. For prayer and counseling, please contact us on plus 233-505-304-337. God bless you.